Coming up on this episode of Globe Rider with Tony, we are talking about keeping your balloons inflated or how do you keep your balloons afloat? What is Tony talking about with balloons? Well, we're going to be talking about sharing your story with others and how do you pick people who are going to keep your balloons inflated? And once they've been deflated, how can you share your story with others that are going to pick them back up? Stay tuned as we discuss all that and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Glow Rider with Tony. I'm Tony, your host, and today we are talking about sharing your story. And what I always call it is beware of balloon poppers. <laughs> and I, I, I always say this, and I have many stories that's going to back up whenever you're telling your story with people are telling your dreams or telling your hopes. And there's one of two ways that this can go. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. And the reason how I arrived on this topic is I was joking with a friend and telling them how they're being so judgmental and they're not really listening and they're not being supportive. And I said, it's just like you to deflate all my balloons. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, I imagine in our life like we walk around with a lot of balloons around us. Maybe we have 10 or 20 or however many. In, the, in my analogy, I always say I have 10 balloons and they're flying high like above me, helium, blown up with air, so happy. And the times where they can grow is when you share your story and people add to your balloons. And then you have times when you tell someone something, a dream, a hope, and they deflate your balloon and then you lose one. And how do you navigate between the two? And how do you decide who you're going to tell stuff to? And does telling your story to people that maybe aren't on the same page as you, is that wrong to tell them? Is it wrong to have people criticize or give you constructive criticism? How does that all factor in with keeping your balloons inflated? That's kind of our topic and that's how we arrived on it. In my office at my job, job where I you know, work eight to five, not my passion project, which is this podcast and my own website. I go there and since I'm not in the office, I'm in my home office, I have these three paintings that used to be in my home, but they're now in my office at my job. And I bought them originally, I think from like World Market. And I love this brush dance company. And they have these like Chinese kind of calligraphy and it's called brush art and they have different like flowers, but with like writing on them that goes different ways. And I've had these paintings with me ever since I was a social worker when I started my first job and had my first office. And I had them up on the wall and I've done that various times. When I was a teacher, obviously I didn't have those in my classroom. So I moved them back to my home. And then when I got back to corporate world or public private sector, I put them back in my office or my cubicle. And that's where they're at right now. They're currently in my office office. And whenever I go there, I always look at those little paintings. They're like eight by tens. I have three of them. And one of them says, 
people who say it cannot be done should not interrupt the person doing it. And that goes with our topic. We're going to talk more about that. And then the other one says, which is my favorite one of the three, it says, I get up, I walk, I fall down, but meanwhile, I keep dancing. And I think those two imageries, two quotes, really highlights our topic today and going forward in, in, in how to keep your balloons inflated, how not to let someone deflate your balloons. And what does that mean? And what is Tony talking about? Why are we talking about balloons? This is such a random thing. But I think it's so important to really highlight how people can enhance your joy, people can take away from your joy, people can add to your pain, people can take away from your pain. And it's all a plus and minus, inflation, deflation, and how do you how do you decide? Like, how do you decide? And that's important in your life to decide whom you're going to tell your story and who you're not going to tell your story. So come back here. We're going to dive deep into that topic. Let's inflate your balloons, not deflate them. So come back and we'll talk about that. How many of you have seen Hamilton on Disney Plus? Or have you, if you haven't seen it on Disney Plus, how many of you have seen it in Broadway? And if you haven't, I strongly recommend it. It's such a great story and it is it is so inspiring and empowering and you have a different way of looking at American history and just the sheer craft of seeing people just act and sing and have so much talent. And I used to be in theater and I love I love theater. I absolutely love it. I find that it's so interesting to get to play a character in life. It's like the greatest thing when you're a little kid to get to be on stage and to play make-believe and get to be someone else. And it takes a lot of, you know, insight and a lot of diving deep inside of you to play these different things. And am I good? No, no, I'm not, but I love to do it. And I've been in some really great plays with some really great directors and some really great people on you know, high school level, collegiate level, and in the community. And it's something that I want to do again because it challenges you to remember all of these lines, all of these ways to act. And you have to really like look inside yourself to see if you can do it. And you have to get up on stage. And that takes me back to Hamilton because there's one song in there. And I, I don't know if it's the name of the song, but I know the lyrics in there. And it says, who lives, who dies, who tells your story. And is talking about how, you know, our stories live on through the people and through our actions and what we do. And that goes with sharing your story. So in before we went on break, I told you about the balloons and how I believe that we're walking around with like 10 balloons, let's say. And you want to keep them inflated and you want to keep them. And I'm the type of person that is overly excitable. I get excited. If you're telling me something and you're pumped up about it, I'm probably you know, someone that you're telling in the first round because I'm going to be screaming with you because I just, if you listen to Can I Get a Witness, I just love being a witness in someone's life for the great stuff, for the hard stuff, for the mediocre stuff. It's just important. And it's one of the greatest ways that I love connecting with other people is getting to be with them and getting to hear their story and getting to be part of their sidecar and getting to be part of that journey. And I have two opposite stories of this. So 
it depends. Like if there's something that you're really working on and it's a dream and it's something that you have desired in your heart and you're passionate about it and you're very kind of protective because you're kind of vulnerable. You're going to start something new. You're going to challenge yourself to do something and you're developing it and you're really excited. Like you have really like catapulted. You are in that energy. You're in that space. You're like, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do these kind of things. I'm going to continue pushing forward. I believe in myself. I believe in the project. I believe in this. And you're pumped up about it, right? Like you want to tell everybody, you want to shout it from the mountaintops. You are in the developing stages. And then you decide to share. You decide to share with people because that's, that's what we do, right? We want to share. We want to share stuff with others. We want to have our connection. We want to have reassurance. We want to have affirmation. We want to have people who are like, yes, you're doing it. And you go and you tell someone and you say, hey, I'm really deciding to do this certain thing in my life and I'm really pumped up about it. And the person's response to you is, are you sure? Are you sure you know what you're doing? Is that really something you're going to focus on? What about your money? What about your financial gain? What about this? What about that? And instantly your little 10 balloons, two of them pop and you now have eight. And then you go back to the drawing board and you think, God, Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. Maybe I should really look at this more. Maybe I haven't given it another thought. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be doing this and that's too scary of a leap and it's too scary to take a risk and I'm not really that passionate about it. And you know, it's just a stupid dream and I'm just dreaming about it and it doesn't matter. And then you pop more of your balloons and now you're left with like five. And instantly, those five have just, you have five inflated and five deflated. And you're bummed. Like, how often has that happened to you? How often have you told someone something and you were full of life and it brought you down? There's two ways that could go, right? They could go where that person's care and concern really makes you stop and think because maybe you were too excitable and you were crazy and you really didn't think of all these things. And it really was something that made you think and develop it more. And then you turn around and you use that fuel and you're like, yes, I hear what they're saying. I'm going to turn that car around. I'm going to change that narrative. I'm going to change that story. And I'm going to inflate back up again my balloons. So they've helped me. So that's one way that you can channel and use that. Because sometimes telling people our story and our dreams, they tell you and you want to have people who challenge you too. Yes, of course. And you also want to have people who support you. And the other way that you could interpret that is if you told someone that same scenario and they deflated your balloons and then you took what they said to heart and then it stopped you from going after your passion or changing it and you let your balloons stay deflated. You never rise back up to get your five again. You stay with your five instead of building those back and inflating them back up to get the whole 10. So how do you, how do you maneuver that? And how do you keep going? And how can you change your brain to do it? Because not everything and anytime we share with someone is a way for them to like knock us down. But at the same time, it's being it's being mindful of your choice when you are sharing something 
And being mindful for what you're asking someone when you're sharing your story and how to keep your balloons inflated. Those are the most important things. Who are you sharing with and why do you want to share? If they do not give you the response that you need, are you open and honest and able to handle it? And who are you sharing with? Are you going to someone who constantly you feel puts you down as kind of you know, putting you down in different things and you're going to them to share to them because you want to prove to them that you're doing this. So what's your intention when you're sharing with someone? And if you can answer that, then that'll help navigate that balance between when you tell someone and when you don't. You can't change someone's reaction to what they're going to do. However, you can choose who you are sharing with and pick people who are really going to honor what you're saying who are going to hold you with care, who are still able to offer you constructive criticism, but also sit in that joy, sit in that story, sit in that hardship, sit in that whatever with you and help you. So that is the most important thing I always consider when I'm sharing my story or I'm sharing news with someone. Because I can guarantee you, if you're on your highest cloud, and you share it with someone, your first initial person to share with, and they don't give you that response, it kind of like makes you cheapen, you know, your, your experience. And you're like, man, I, I shouldn't have said it to that person. I've wasted my surprise. <laughs> I've wasted it. And I'll say for me, so in 2015, I was working at a wealth management company. And it was a very particularly hard year and I was coming, Not it wasn't even a hard year, excuse me. It was a year of rebirth. I had been changing, transforming, going through so many things. And 2015, I really decided to, I was going to launch my business and I started taking all these classes. I went to life coaching. I started having, like developing my brand and my coloring and having my website and developing that and working with different people. I started going and talking out in various community events and doing different things that doing talks and stuff that I felt were really great. And it's hard if you've ever started a project and it could be a business, could be a passion project. You know, you have to get through all that grunt work and really just power through and push forward. And and to be honest, I was not in the headspace to mentally be dealing with that or emotionally. And so I couldn't sustain it. Even though I had a great vision and dream, I couldn't sustain it. And I was pumped up about it. And I was like, this isn't the time. It needs to table and come back around. Thankfully, it came back around five years later, as you're hearing right now. But it just wasn't the time. And I didn't share that with anybody. That was just my own personal choice. But in that, I was really planning... I love to travel and it's one of my passions that I absolutely love. I love going and I know I've talked on previous episodes where I said I love experiencing different cultures and I love hearing stories and I love seeing things. And so I had decided that I was going to go to Southeast Asia in Thailand and I was going to go with one of my really good friends and we were going to go for two weeks. My company at the time only allowed a week off of vacation and I maneuvered it in a way that I actually got two weeks off and you're like, how did you do that? Well, I tried it over Thanksgiving break. So we would have off Wednesday through Friday and I knew Monday and Tuesday I would have the week off before and then that Monday and Tuesday I needed off. So I needed seven days and I had to request and you know, they did these special things and I wasn't supposed to get it, but for some reason I did and I'm grateful, but 
I went on that trip and I booked that trip and I was so pumped and I'm like, oh man, this is going to be so awesome. And I've never been to Asia. I was so excited. I'm like, I can't wait. I'm going to see all these things. I'm going to see an elephant. I'm going to see all these temples. I'm going to get into this culture. I'm flying across the world. I'm going on the EVA airplane, which is the Hello Kitty jet that's leaving out of Houston is where we flew out of. And I'm so pumped. Like, I'm so pumped. Booked the trip, like excited. Probably didn't even have the money for it, right? Like I had some and then I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll pay it off as I go, which I did. But I was like, I'm just like energized. Once I'm ready to do something, I'm like, I'm in it. I'm in it, I'm in it. So we booked the trip and we actually booked it through the Groupon. And I actually convinced one of my cousins and at the time her then husband and they were gonna go. <laughs> so. We were all going to go around the same time. Well, turns out my the friend that I was traveling with, her passport was not aligned. So she had to get it. And so we had to cancel our Groupon. And I was bummed. But not bummed because we were going to do it. We just had to push it off to November. So we started planning again. And I mean, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited. I'm on cloud nine. Like, I'm buying the Planet Earth book. I'm looking online, doing all these research. What are we going to do? Most importantly, how are we going to eat? And I remember calling up one of my friends and I was telling them, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. This is going to be great. And they say, why? Why are you going across the world? Why would you want to do that? Why? Why? That seems very reckless, Tony. That seems very reckless when you're trying to rebuild yourself financially and you're trying to, you know, go forward and pay off, you know, different things and do stuff. Why would you do that? It doesn't seem that's appropriate. It seems, seems kind of reckless. And, and are you going to be safe? Like, are you even going to be safe? Like you're traveling across the world. Like, are you even going to be safe? What are you doing? And man, I remember just above my head, my little 10 balloons probably, you know, I felt all of them have like just been popped except for one, the little hope in my heart was still there. And I was like, well, I'm so glad I shared this with you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me share this. Um, I'm going to go. I'm not in a receptive state of mind right now to listen to this. So I'm going to let you go. And I hung up the phone and I mean, I was bummed, bummed because immediately what did I do? I started second guessing myself and saying, God, should I have not done this? That's stupid, Tony. You're, you're, that's very stupid. You don't even have all the money and you're paying this off before you go. And you know, you've just been rebuilding yourself for after you've been divorced and now you're doing this and, and, and what are you doing? Like, did you really think this through? Did you really think this through? And, and I was like bummed. So see how quickly you go from that higher than high feeling of you're on cloud nine and you're believing in your intuition, you're believing in your abilities and, and the person you choose to share with, the first person to choose to share with can shift what's happening. And that's what I mean about picking people who are going to really foster what you need. Because there's a way where you can pick, still pick someone and they can, like I said, still be in a space with you, still be appreciative, still be in all these things. 
and hold space for you and not make you feel like shit, basically, and still make you feel like you have some semblance or hear you out and hear what you have to say. And if someone's telling you your their story and and your first reaction is to pop their balloons, take a step back and really hear what they're saying. You might not agree. Remember, we've talked about a lot about this on our podcast. You might not agree. You might not know. But guess what? You don't know their life. You don't know their story. So keep that in mind. I always keep that in mind when someone's telling me something because I'm not with that person 24 hours a day. Remember, I told you guys, nobody is with you 24 hours a day like you are with yourself. Nobody. I don't even care if you're married, relationship, have a kid, have anything. Nobody is with you in your headspace except for you. And thank God for that, right? Because nobody would want to be there sometimes. And sometimes maybe you would because it's a really wonderful, happy cloud place at times. <laughs> but so that's, that's the importance of sharing, picking who you're sharing with, seeing who's going to keep your balloons inflated and working, taking that story for me with a Thailand and only having one left. For me, that just fueled me to be like, you know what? I don't care. After I initially doubted myself, I didn't care. And I said, I'm going to still have a great time. I'm still pumped up. And guess what? That trip was freaking amazing. I would love to go back to Thailand. It's probably, I mean, I would love to go back. The beaches, the people, everything, seeing the culture, the food. Love it. Love it. Got to put a lantern in the sky and wish into the air. Magical. Great. Great decision. Great decision. And inflated back all 10 of my balloons. In the same vein of last, last, before we went on break, and I told you the story about my Thailand traveling experience and how I had one balloon after telling someone that really did not support or see what I needed to see and what I needed to happen in my life. There's also that same way that you can share and keep your balloons afloat by picking the right people. And remember, we talked about that. We talked about who you are deciding to share things with. And kind of already knowing what their mindset, their mind space might be to prepare yourself, to kind of guard yourself, to kind of be mindful in your intentions. Because I think one of the ways to keep your balloons afloat is to be really self-aware and to really know if that's going to hit or if it's going to fail. And you know, you instinctively know people in your life. And if you're constantly going to the same person and you're not getting the same, you're expecting a different result, well, you need to look at you and say, why do I need to keep sharing with this person that's giving me this, this response and I keep going back to see if it'll change? Maybe that's just not my person I need to share with. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna share with them ever. It just means maybe not in these moments where I really would like this response and I really need this certain type of energy. Maybe that's not your person. It's reading people's energy. And I'm a big proponent of that. I'm a big proponent of reading energy and reading who's going to be in that space with you. 
and tuning into yourself, listening to your intuition. And it's really hard, right? Because as soon as someone tells you something, you kind of like knock it down. Like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that or I shouldn't have whatever. It's learning to trust in yourself. That's how you keep your balloons afloat is trusting in yourself. To, be, to know that you'll make the right decisions to whom you're going to share and how you're going to keep them afloat. And if you tell someone and it deflates, how can you rise them back up? Because you always have the ability to do that. In my analogy of balloons, of course. But you always have the ability. Here's a great example of how it turned out another way for someone in my life. So I have a set of girlfriends that I love, like I've known them my whole life, you know, for 30 plus years. And we recently reconnected during this pandemic through one of the girls who connected us all back. And it's been so great to be reconnected. Not saying we didn't talk the whole time. We would. These are the type of people that you have in your life that you could call up and you haven't talked to them in how many years and you can call them up and everything is smooth as silk. It just goes back to you. That's the kind of bond I have with these girls and I, ladies, they're not girls, but I say girls because I like, hey girl, like I love saying hey girl. So they have been around and present in my life and we've gotten really close during this pandemic and, and it's been so fun like to send audio messages, video messages, pictures, what they're doing. And it's like helping move things along when things are moving slow and getting to celebrate things in each other's lives and getting to really sit with each other when things are kind of tough and that we're really struggling with something. And that's been such a gift, you know, such a gift. And so in this group, talking with these balloons and we have one of our, one of our girlfriends in the group shared with us that she's getting married. And she sent this video text and it was one of the most beautiful things ever and getting to see how much joy and how much happiness she has. Oh my God, it's making me cry right now because you just love this person so much and you're just so happy that they're happy and that you know their dreams and their hopes and most of them, I don't know all of them, but I know her through her core and I know things that she's wanted and to just that radiating from her was so beautiful so beautiful and she shared it with our group and we were the you know we were the first friends she shared with you know she's of course shared with her best friend and but we were the you know the other friends that she shared with and to sit in that with her all of us in the group because there's five of us all of us were fueled up on that energy of love And I kept saying, we're on this happy cloud, just sitting here together with you, getting to witness this with you, getting to be so great. It was like all of our balloons were like just raised to the high heavens because we were floating up on a cloud of just giddy, love, wonderfulness, and it all. And the power, the power of getting to sit with someone with their inflations and their balloons and their joy Wow. When you are there with someone and you are sharing and you are in that space and you are getting to like inflate their balloons, keep them inflated. There's the gift for that person, the way you're responding and you're receiving a gift too, because you're getting the residual benefits of getting to be with them in that space. 
and getting to see all this magical, beautiful light and energy just shine and picking the right people to share that with that's going to continue that emotional, charged, beautiful, loving, great energy with you is so beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And kudos to her for picking people that was going to support what she needed, not saying people in her life wouldn't, but it was picking that right thing so you could be on that giddy cloud and stay and be in there. The importance of keeping your balloons afloat, the importance of sharing your story and being mindful with who you're sharing it with, And I mean, sharing a story of marriage and love, I'm a believer of love. I love love. Um, Even through all challenges and all walks of life and things that have not gone well for me per se and things that have gone really well, I've remained true in that. I love it. Like I literally love it. And it makes my heart just like flutter out of my chest and and that's the energy that I brought. Of course, I was like screaming way too loud because I, like I said, I'm overly excitable, but it was just the greatest thing to, when someone's sharing something with you, to get to continue to keep their balloons afloat. And that's just part of it. So who are you sharing your story with? What responses do you want? And it's the same thing as sharing your story when you're sharing your story of really hard shit too. Picking people that are going to honor that space, that are going to keep your balloons afloat when you can't keep them afloat, when you're really down and they're deflated, who are you going to pick to help inflate two or three up? That's also the importance of that. It's important of sharing your story. And it's not always, and I always say this, it's with the duality of life. We talked about that on one of the previous episodes. You're having both sides of everything happening at the same exact time. You're going to have inflating balloons, deflating balloons, and how do you keep them enough so you're continuing to float, that you continue to get by, that you continue to have them rising up? And how are you doing that? And sometimes we're so scared to share with people because we're scared of the reaction or we're scared of, you know, what's happening. And I challenge you to share anyway. Share anyway, even if you've been deflated by someone. Share anyway, even if you're not going to get the response you want. Share anyway because it helps you grow. Share anyway because you might pick the right one that's going to just inflate up three when you need it most. Are you going to pick someone who's going to just make you just, you know, multiply them up into 20 or 30 more? Share. And no, and granted, okay, backtrack that up. Backtrack it up. Back, back, back. Um, don't share with everyone. I'm talking about your people in your life that you want to share with that you want them to know your story. Going back to Hamilton, who lives, who dies, who tells your story. Who are you sharing with? And picking those people, the mindful intentions, knowing who is gonna be there, not be there. And and that's who it is. It's not going to everybody on the street and telling them, no, no. Y'all know I said that with Bray Brown. I'm a huge fan of her, you know, picking people who are worthy, you know, to hear. And that's not everybody. But it's also... Even if you are picking people and they're not giving you a response, say it's a family member or a friend or somebody, and it's picking yourself back up, like knowing how 
Like they still are coming with love. And if they're not, then that's not your person. You change that narrative. You change it up in your head and you change like this isn't someone that is getting to hear this or receiving it in the way that I would like. And that's okay. I'm going to pick, you know, people who do. And that doesn't discount this person. It's just that's not my person at this moment. And that's the beauty of keeping things afloat. That's the beauty of sharing. That is keeping your balloons, keeping your 10 inflated into the world and keeping them up. And when someone's sharing with you, so I've talked about us sharing. I gave a story of me sharing with someone and how it wasn't well received. I talked about someone sharing with a group of people and how it was well received. So there's both sides of this, right? Keeping your balloons afloat are so important because you are having the ability to keep your own balloons afloat and how you share your story. And then when someone tells you a story, how can you inflate one of their balloons? How can you continue to help them when they've been deflated? Being mindful of both and being really part of that. Not being a balloon popper, being a balloon enhancer, you know? Like being, being that in that, that space. And being okay with maybe not getting it right. And if you if someone shares with you and you don't have the best reaction and it really hurts that person, you can kind of see it. And you're like, dang, I should have given it a little bit differently. Like maybe my, my, my direction was a little soft. There's always time to go back and say, you know what? I messed up. I heard what you were saying. These are my concerns. I really love you. I really appreciate you. And I'm sorry that I didn't give that best response right away. But... I really am happy for you and I'm just concerned as someone who loves you so much because I just want this so much for you. And it's all of that thing, right? So it's allowing that space too. Keeping your balloons afloat, keeping them afloat for others, being that with people. Not, you know, how do you respond when someone doesn't respond back to you in the way that you need and they deflate you? Do Can you come back up? That's also coming with other people who can help inflate you up such an important topic. It's such in the way that we have relationships with people in all types. Our most intimate relationships, our friendships, our familial relationships. Keeping balloons afloat, keeping yours afloat. Whose are you going to help keep them afloat today? How are you going to help inflate someone's balloon? How are you going to take your own balloons that have been deflated and inflate them back up? And you can do that in a variety of ways that we highlighted before, being mindful of who you're sharing with and knowing that maybe not everybody's going to receive it the same way you need. And if you need a certain response or you need something because you're on a cloud of giddy, you know, pick that person, pick, pick, you know, pick, you know, listen to yourself, be intuitively into yourself and know and trust yourself. And then when someone is sharing with you, How can you hold space for them in the proper way, still convey that you love and care for them, even if it's something they may not agree with, but giving that same energy. Or if it's something that you're like pumped up about, like a marriage, then you shout it to the high heavens and you jump on that cloud with them and you ride it to the wave and y'all just float on with your balloons for a little bit. Because in life, there's a lot of crap that we're all dealing with. So it's time to highlight the great stuff, to jump on a cloud with your balloons and fly. It's times when they're really low to pick them back up and to get back up. Duality of life, we've talked about that. 
keeping your balloons afloat. I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. I hope that all 10 of your balloons are inflated and that they are rising high. And if they aren't, I hope that you share with someone who can help inflate just one and get you back on your feet. I hope that if you have shared with someone and it wasn't well received, that you pick yourself back up and you believe in yourself and you look at it as a really growing, learning, reflective moment because that's what it is and you go forward. And when someone shares their news with you, good or bad, jump on the cloud of giddy or jump with them on helping them rise again. Have a very good week, everyone. I wish you all the best. Lots of love and light coming your way and lots of energy-filled balloons inflating your life so you can get your 10 and keep them there. Come back next week where we discuss another topic and more. And if you're listening on any of our available platforms, which we are on all platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, leave a review and show us what you like because we would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. And thank you all so much for your kind receptions. And go forth and fly, friends, fly. See you next week. Friends, stay connected with me. Follow me on Instagram at TonyAppled1, or you can also check out my website at www.tonyappled.com. That's spelled A P P E L T. Thanks so much.